Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of the Casual Anime Podcast. I'm here as usual, and Karsten is here too. Hello, hello, hello. So, tell me what we're doing for this uh, bonus episode. Uh, we have watched uh, Sword of the Stranger, or Stranger Muku Hadam. You're a braver man than me. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, this is probably gonna air which day? Uh, right before New Year's Eve. Okay, so uh, if this comes out in a completely dif- on a completely different date, um, I have no good uh, explanation for that, but at least that's the plan, so yeah, let's so, just um, uh, jump right into it. Happy holidays! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you want to describe this uh, anime for me? Yeah, it's in the Sengoku period of Japan. Uh, uh, a young kid uh, named uh, Kotaru and his dog uh, are stealing from uh, a village to uh, make their ends meet. Yeah, a young boy and a dog are like chased by... Uh, I guess the Japanese are a combined force of the Japanese and the Chinese. Yeah. And that's led him to stealing and all kinds of things, so... Uh, He ends up in this kind of predicament, I guess. A temple. Yeah. uh... He's busy cooking his um... (laughs) stolen food, and uh... his dog, for some unexplicit... Unexplained reason decides to share his meal with uh, uh, this uh, dark-haired stranger that's sitting in uh, the, the temple. Yeah. So um, we usually just trust animal instincts, right? They're pre- yeah. usually pretty spot on. So this should be a good guy. So uh, <laughs> does he turn out to be a good guy? Very good guy. Uh, Yeah, well, he wasn't always a good guy, though, right? No. Uh, He fought in uh, wars and uh, killed children. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, like uh, war crimes on like Nazi Germany level. Yeah. Killing women and children. And he obviously regrets it because he has like uh, this. not tying his sword to his sheep, so he can't draw his sword. And so he has like this stupid moral code that he's not going to draw his sword for some reason. So yeah, it uh, goes ridiculously long time before he draws his sword. Yeah, uh, like for only Kenshin, but not 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 for the <laughs> same uh, reasons, I guess. Yeah. Uh. So we find the reason that, uh, I guess the authorities, we have to call them that, right, uh, are chasing this boy is that they want his blood for some silly voodoo ritual thing to give the emperor eternal life. Um, and then you understand that it's kind of a prophecy story, and I hate prophecy stories for the most part. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I mean, we don't get any context for why his blood is so important, and we don't get, like, it's just suddenly decided that his blood is very important. And Yeah, it's born a child uh, every hundred years or so, they say. Uh, but they don't say how they decide it's that child. Or, no, uh, so it probably doesn't work. It's like uh, yeah, the age-old story of uh, so many people having to die for someone's stupid belief. So Yeah, almost like uh, the alchemist's stone. Yeah, I was going to say religion, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, so um, the boy and the dark-haired man end up ends up traveling together because uh, they get into a kerfuffle with a bunch of soldiers, and uh, uh, the dark-haired sword guy ends up uh, killing all the uh, all the attackers, but he's actually saved by. Uh, the dog. By the dog, yeah, so... And the dog gets poisoned because yeah. of it. He just oh. takes a bullet for him, figuratively speaking. Yeah. And um, I guess he feels some kind of uh, obligation to save that dog. Like, yeah, but he, he, don't, prete he it... pretends that he's only doing it for the money, but I don't think he really <laughs> cares about money at all. No, because at the end he said he, he knew what the... Uh, was it a gem or something? He knew the price of the gem, so yeah, he probably the boy yeah. ten ten doubled it. So, but it was all it was probably a gesture though, because it was probably all he had. So yeah, he was willing to give him everything. Yeah, and you see this at the beginning the of the movie. Uh, he gets the I don't know what it is. Uh, it's is probably it a, some kind of a gemstone. Emerald. Yeah. Yeah, I and don't think it's an emerald the, though. Oh, uh, something. And he gets this from the Buddhist monk uh, that uh, warned him to leave because the authorities are after him. Yeah, have after to travel he was uh, an orphan, uh, the monks had been looking after him. And now the it resulted with uh, the temple getting attacked because people were looking for this boy. Yeah. So now he has his moral compass in order and saves the boy, but later we'll find that all his hard work, uh, he just throws it right away. So, but we'll, we'll get to that probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we embark on like a... A journey. Yeah, but it's not a very long journey, it's like uh, four days, I think. Yeah, four days of uh, them riding together, sharing meals, nursing the dog back to health. Uh, the man teaching the boy how to ride a horse, and so on and so forth. Yeah, and they bond over that, I guess. Much thanks to the dog, I think. Yeah, <laughs> the dog is very uh, central in the. Bonding. Yeah, and I always like uh, when you always see dogs in like video games or animes, in the start of animes at least, they always end up dying. <laughs> because uh, you're gonna 
they're, they're trying to make you sad immediately because everyone likes dogs, right? So uh, just kill off the dog early. But uh, in this okay, case, okay, I thought it was because uh, Asian people ate dogs. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, that's probably not why. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't think that uh, killing dogs is a uh, is exclusive for uh, for Japan. No, oh, I'm just uh, joking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah. Uh, but they can't afford to kill off this dog uh, in this story because the dynamic of uh, uh, Nanashi, which is the name of the man, or <laughs> the name they give the man uh, because he has no name, and um, the boy would be way too strained without the dog there. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, and one of my favorite scenes uh, comes up uh, now when uh, they get uh, mugged by two thieves that are following them. Uh, and you see uh, he's switching places uh, to counter them. And uh, he throws a stone or uh, what do you call it? Knips. Flicks, I guess. Uh, flicks. Yeah, yeah, flicks probably. a stone in the face of the fat guy. <laughs> uh, so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, uh, watching um, like average level bandits trying to ambush guts from Berserk or something. Yeah, they get totally <laughs> annihilated. There's like uh, no competition whatsoever, and uh, but not. Nanashi has no intention of killing them. There's no point in that. Uh, they're just lowly bandits. So they, they just take their money and move on. Yeah. And that seems to be like his uh, modus operandi. Like, uh, wait for people to ambush him, take their money, because dead people don't need money, and then move on. <laughs> yeah. So this um, two sides that are fighting, or maybe three. Yeah, uh, it's, I, I think that's one of the flaws of the movie because you can't really figure out who is on which side. No, no not until late, at least. I yeah. never really figured that out. And I okay. guess yeah. there's only, and by that virtue, I think there's only two good people in this entire movie. Okay. Well, that's what the movie lets me do. Leads me to believe. I thought the main uh, bad guy was. Uh, yeah, he was good. Well, no, he oh. wasn't. He only wanted to fight. He didn't yeah, care but he wasn't much. Good. No. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he was like the Chinese uh, badass who. Was he in charge of his own? Uh, was he the one in charge of all the Chinese there? No, uh, he was the second in command. Okay, but were they it only was, mercenaries, uh... or were they sent from like? Uh, yeah, they uh, were the from Chinese. Uh... Uh... Um... Government, I guess, in lack of a better word. Yeah, uh, from the emperor. Okay. Uh, they call themselves Ming's group, or uh, yeah, and, and the bad guy was the only Caucasian in the group, 
was uh, a foreigner. Yeah, there's a lot of people who they just call foreigners, but it's difficult to tell though because, like, uh, it's an anime. Yeah. <laughs> How do you define <laughs> but, the foreigner? Yeah, but you clearly see the white hair and blue eyes. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but uh, Nanashi is actually redhead, red-haired, but he uses uh, bamboo oil or something. Mm, no, he uses nut oil, I think. Nut, yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. He uses no. some disgusting oil to disguise his hair because uh, it stands out. Yeah. And um, he doesn't want to be recognized either, I think. I think he's probably pretty notorious. Hmm. Because one of the commanders of uh, the Japanese armies uh, or platoons uh, knew him. Yeah. It was almost him. like he uh, says that there's only one fighter that could match the Chinese uh, guy. That could and, match him. Yeah, yeah. And that was uh, that was no name, and um, he disappeared somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> and we know where. So yeah. So uh, I thought well. he was gonna. Have like some kind of a moment at the end of the film, but nah. Epic showdown. But... Yeah, he just ended up dying, and yeah, never, and we never see him again. <laughs> and he's second in command, Yurota uh, or something. Uh, him and uh, this uh, Japanese guy—they were planning uh, a coup or something against the Lord. Yeah, I think everyone was secretly planning something though. Because yeah. everyone yeah. believed they... in this immortality thing and half of them wanted it for themselves and half of them didn't give a shit, so Yeah, and it uh it got explained that uh uh Nanashi had to kill uh, some people to for the guy to get in power and and that was the way of the their people. And he didn't want to be part of that anymore. Um, and an interesting note, uh, Yuruta, the second in command for the Japanese army, uh, his voice actor, you uh, recognize him? Nah, who is it? I recognize him uh, straight away. Is it uh, uh, Kirito? He... No, <laughs> okay. he's uh, played uh, Yagami Light. Ah. And uh, various of other popular shows. Um And I, I, yeah, so that's cool. Uh, I heard it on the voice uh, immediately that I knew him from somewhere, so I had to check it out. Uh. I, ah, my voice. I usually don't recognize male uh, voice actors. I think. No, but uh, this I was never so really listen to them. <laughs> They're not that interesting. Uh, I think. Uh, and he's playing in Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah, so favorite show. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, we'll go back to our two uh, protagonists because they've finally managed to get to a um, a temple, and um, oh, what's it called? Oh my god. What's our main character called? 
Uh, Kotaru. Kotaru, yeah. 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 Uh, he knows that the monk order is uh, like, they know who he is and they will look after him, allegedly. But uh, um, the head monk has decided that they need to betray him because uh, he doesn't want his temple to be burnt down. And so, um, no name leaves, his job done, and um, the monks hand him over to the <laughs> the Chinese. Yeah. Uh, they be betray him, and uh, yeah. Yeah, and then we get this convergence scene where. Everyone realizes that uh, this key to immortality has been uh, found, and all the armies of uh, <laughs> the area <laughs> converges on this um, contraption. Yeah, they've built Fortress, like a shrine uh, to something. Yeah, and they've built yeah. it very quickly too, because they only had four yeah. days, and it wasn't done when they started at day one. So it was like just like yeah. an enormous thing. It's like they were using small slaves village. And, yeah. Yeah, so there's a battle that ensues and basically everyone dies. Like all of the cool characters that they've built up, like all of the Chinese uh, special fighters. They kick the bucket to overwhelming force or to no name. And all of the separatist Japanese also die. I don't know <laughs> how to explain it. Everyone dies, but no name gets there just in time. And when you think it's over, it's, of course, it's not over because there's going to yep. be a final showdown between. Uh, yeah, and and, uh, and before that, he gets a tower uh, uh, tossed upon him, or uh, what's a better word for it? A platform. Yeah, one of the the watchtowers, I guess. Just yeah, watchtower. Yeah. Because everything is made out of, I guess, probably bamboo. Yeah. Or other another wood and just falls straight on him and is buried under this mass of uh, yeah, and then you get the, the scene where timber. he finds his uh, uh, spirit or redemption uh, he wants to really save the kid to yeah he gets a flashback about, yeah, and we kind of get this uh, feeling through the entire movie that is uh, has some trauma that is uh, Hiding, he had PTSD from something. Yeah. So yes. it goes on and uh, kills uh, two of the high ranking officers. Yeah, and moves on to the final showdown, but actually, we forgot an important part. Okay. Because they have met uh, him and the blonde Chinese guy has met before. And yeah, that's actually significant uh, because the only reason we got to this point is that uh, the Chinese guy recognizes what a great fighter No Name is, and uh, 
decides that for him it's more important to fighting this man again than the mission at hand. So he just forsakes everything for the chance to fight uh, No Name again, and of course yeah, they even, fight. Yeah. Even kills this uh, officer. Yeah, but uh, or, I never uh, had a feeling that or... anyone really respected him. <laughs> they were no. disrespecting him all the time. Yeah, old priest guy with one eye. Uh, and he was, uh, he was only trying to get the immortality himself. So. Yeah, and he was rambling on about how he was, uh, he was an important person and that uh, yeah. <laughs> he des deserved to live forever or something. And the uh, Chinese guy just tells him, "You've lived long enough. <laughs> You're gonna die anyway." Yeah. So yeah, naturally, no name comes out on top after a long drawn battle, and and, and let's talk the about the battle because. Yeah, them riding into the, the, mu the music, the music in the battle. Oh my god! It just made a, uh, the whole battle ten times better for me. What do you think? Um, it was a good battle, but I don't particularly remember the music. Okay. Hm. I thought it was building it up. Like they're swapping swords, they're finding their own swords. Slashing and, uh, hither and ever and then... Ironically, the gemstone saves him. Yeah, he death. gets stabbed and... I think that's uh, <laughs> I think that's a cliche. I think I've yeah. seen that a lot <laughs> of times. That's not... Yeah. Even though this film is from 2007, I think I've seen it a lot of times already. Yeah, and it's a little confusing plot. Um, you know, with the... Two or three or four uh, <laughs> different uh, factions that are uh, fighting. Yeah, I was. I mentioned that earlier because you don't yeah. know who works for who. And initially, I thought like um, the last commander of the army or whatever, um, the one who takes control of the, the platoons and sieges this uh, this shrine. I thought he was gonna get some. I thought he is at least was gonna survive because there was like this. We got, got to know his story. wife. Yeah, yeah, we got to know his wife. We got to know that he knew that he knew no name. And like the last thing his wife and her servant or something says, like he's gonna be fine. He's gonna come back or something. <laughs> and of course he doesn't. No. He just casts aside like uh, like everyone else. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I, I thought this was kind of like a western, actually. It built up mm. kind of like a western. Yeah, big showdown at the end. Yeah, and it's not—it's not like uh, there's time skips or. Um, it's just only uh, only action and only revealed uh, plot through dialogue, I guess. There's never anything um, subtle that you can, or <laughs> everything is explained through dialogue. I guess that's the way to put it. And um, yeah, and it all culminates in one final showdown. But I feel like that's the Western formula. Yeah. 
And I think well, because of that, I don't think the emotional payoff is as great as it could be either. No. I think. Uh, I think the the point of this film was to make amazing fight scenes, and then the plot was secondary. And I don't think I think they could have done more work on it, at least. Yeah, at least make it not so confusing. Uh, but you know, the plot has been. It's been reused and reused over and over. Uh, not in this exact same lines, but... Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a classic. Yeah. Uh, I felt the, the movie was very... Uh, the animation was uh, stunningly beautiful. Well, yeah, it's bones there. Yeah, very. And I heard, I heard it was very big, big budget movie. Oh, uh, they probably didn't make back that money, or maybe they did. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, could check in IMDb. Um, nah, that's yeah, probably not going to tell me much anyway. Oh, uh, it failed to. Uh, they. Um, they made. Uh, they uh, tried to uh, get it to uh, Oscar, no? Yeah, a nomination. Oscar. Yeah, yeah, and they failed. Well, but it won a Brazilian award or something. I so. think uh, every filmmaker's goal is to receive a nomination. But if you aren't Studio Ghibli, you're not going to get a nomination from the academies. Yeah, and Disney. And Pixar. Yeah, well, but that's yeah. Bit... no, but yeah. I mean, that's... as Japanese yeah, anime, yeah, yeah. I see your point. And I think Disney is probably the ones who are licensing uh, Ghibli in Europe yeah. and America. That's true. So that's uh. probably why. Yeah, they got some insane pull in uh, that. I did appreciate how. Uh, graphic this film was though in the details not necessarily like maybe someone's head is cut off but you don't see it like a fountain of blood instead you see like a crushed yeah, windpipe you see, a spray, you, yeah. you see yeah but it's not kill bill in that aspect no like, no. Uh, <laughs> no you see a crushed windpipe you see like uh, uh Koto actually bites off the finger of one of these chinese people it's like it's not like he just bites a finger, he bites it off. And uh, those kinds of details, those are pretty cool. Yeah. They don't shy away from some good violence. Well, if you don't like blood in uh, anime, you're not going to like this movie. But uh... Well, there isn't actually that much blood. No, but like it's kind of... Like one scene with... Uh... Where the Chinese Heads guy is introduced, him. where he, where he goes ham, and I think that's about it because um, Nanachi doesn't use his sword for the most part before the very end. Yeah, but the dog, uh, fighting one, 
Yeah, he's yeah, the he, one in the he, just, he just bit off, uh, bit uh, into some poor guy's throat and just ripped it, uh, ripped yeah. it open. <laughs> That's one savage dog. I don't blame people for want to put it down because seriously, <laughs> that's one dangerous dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we need to talk about the backgrounds because uh, those were pretty interesting. Let's put it that way. Did you notice anything about them? Uh, not really, maybe. Because uh, they were painted, I, I think they were painted, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Because they had this blurry uh, blurry effect to them, and they definitely looked painted. And I guess that gives a... That give, gave a very nice feel, but it was kind of strange when the models are so clearly rendered and the background is so blurry, I guess, compared beautiful hmm. but blurry yeah and there was some uh, small CGI in in the movie uh, I kind of noticed it when they were running on the water and uh, uh, yeah yeah um, I think it worked though with the uh, painted backgrounds at least in this case because there was always there was only landscape shots I guess yeah. They were always, they were never in the city, they were always like, or never in the big city at least. There was always a forest or mountain background. Well, I, I didn't particularly notice it, but uh, I thought the animation was very good at least. And, uh, and very much in the fight scenes, they were uh, executed perfectly. Yeah, there was great Sakuga. Yeah. And it oh, was very way, cultural. You... Oh, uh, you know the samurai culture. Uh, it was very uh, accurate, maybe. <laughs> um... You know the guy hanging himself because he uh, he was uh, he gave over the uh, the kid to uh, to the Chinese people. I thought that was unnecessarily harsh, though, because I don't well, think pretty... he as a person did anything wrong. Because he can't really overrule his superiors. I, I mean, who are you gonna, or where is where is your moral compass pointing? Is it to your god, or is it to this one boy? <laughs> there are thousands of boys. There's yeah. even some uh, woman who remarks this, a very smart woman, because there's like this want, wanted poster of, for a boy and a dog, and this guy is like. Huh. Get. Uh, he's having an an idea, and his his wife is just. There are plenty of boys and dogs. There are like thousands of them. Don't get any ideas. Don't go turning in some innocent boy and match him with a dog just to get the reward. <laughs> yeah. So that was the most ridiculous wanted poster ever, I think. And I think she's absolutely right because uh, <laughs> there are thousands of boys with dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that was a, uh, I think that was a sidetrack. Uh, where were we? Yeah. I kind of lost track. <laughs> oh, you lost track as well. Um, yeah, sorry. 
Oh, explicit content. Well, I think I've sworn. I think I have like 90% of the swearing in, in this podcast. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm the jokester, so. I wouldn't yeah. know, though. Um, yeah. <laughs> um. Let's trace it back. Oh, we were talking about. The animation. Yeah, and then we just happened to talk about reward, but how did we get there? Uh, yeah, I was talking about uh, the culture. Oh, yeah. How he hanged himself. And, oh, yeah, uh, that, that's right. Yeah. Good work. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would have thought that uh, he would have stabbed himself instead, though, the traditional way. But maybe that's only for uh, for, for samurai. samurai. Yeah. Ronin. But yeah, I don't think it's his fault because you have to. I mean, he has the choice of obeying his superior in the in the temple or to stay faithful to this boy. That's well, there's plenty of boys. Yeah. That's just uh, the reality of the situation. Well, oh, and by the way, I thought, uh, oh, yeah, go, yeah, go on. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the doctor that they go to see for uh, for Toby Maru. Yeah. Uh, even he, uh, I don't know if he's a doctor or a real doctor or anything, but even he ends up betraying them. So everyone betrays them. Like, <laughs> I don't think there's any good. As I was saying, there's only two good characters in this film. Yeah, two, three. And even they are thieves and <laughs> murderers at some point. So, <laughs> moral of the story, there's no good guys. It's uh, <laughs> objectively good doesn't exist, I guess. Oh, you have to, you're bound to do something wrong uh, at one time, so... Uh, yeah, I, I thought it uh, it was building the characters uh, pretty well uh, around the st uh, at least the two uh, main characters to build them up and and hold them there. Uh, yeah, as well as you can in four days. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh... I thought uh, uh, oh my god I forgot his name again uh, Kotomaru no Kotaru Kotaru yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he thought he was doomed to like uh, go down the path of uh, depression and desolation if he hadn't found uh, Nanashi so I think they'll probably turn out okay. Riding into the sunset together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, the ending kind of... Um, they were riding, and I don't know... Uh, uh, the little boy was riding, and uh, No Name is sitting on the horse. And I don't know if it's blood or is it hair color 
that are dripping down from the horse. Probably blood. Yeah. Or probably both, because even drops the line of you don't have to. Um, to color your hair. Yeah. Because, because we're, we're going, going to, to go abroad and <laughs> all yeah. that. So. Hmm. And Nana, she actually has to be pretty old, or I don't. F I think he has to be older than he looks. Yeah, forty. Yeah. Five ish. And he, he looks like he's the late twenties or something. <laughs> so that was weird. Oh. And I also realized that uh, why Nanachi from Made in Abyss is named Nanachi. So. <laughs> oh. I, I actually didn't think of that before I saw this film, but it's obvious <laughs> now, and I feel stupid not thinking about it earlier. Okay. Well, yeah, it's basically a no name, right? Nana Chi. Yeah, Nana but she. Uh, it's not the same uh, spellment or... Yeah, but it's the same. Okay. I can almost guarantee it's a, it. It's a C uh, instead of a yeah, S or... <laughs> yeah. I think the implication is the same. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, S. Maybe it's because it's a boy. I wouldn't speculate. Yeah. You wouldn't, even though you just did. <laughs> okay. Well, I think it's just the two words put together, right? And then... Nana. I, I mean, it's it's not like Nanachi would spell... We know how Nanachi would spell her name in the English or in this alphabet. We only know how she would spell her name in uh, the Japanese alphabet, right? Yeah. So if we use an S or a C, we actually don't know, right? It's not for us to know that. Yeah. <clears throat> now we're uh, jumping uh, <laughs> way into deep water. <laughs> yeah, into things we have no business talking about. And... Oh, we are we are of course experts on this topic. So. Yeah, that's why we're called casual. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, but I think um, I think that's all I've got. Uh, do you have anything else? No, um, it's it's only the the flicking scene with the stone in the face. Uh, it's it's so good. <laughs> I don't know why I fixate on that scene, but uh, well, yeah. So um, where does this film fall in uh, on the grand scale of one to ten? Eight. Uh, it was a uh, very good action. Uh, if if I just wanted uh, to watch uh, something action to uh, chill out and not uh, think so much, I would watch it. Mm. Yeah, I'm not quite sure actually. Um, it's better than a lot of things, but it just didn't feel anything yeah and that's the point maybe maybe yeah, but we can probably end it here right yeah we hope you have a happy holiday and uh, follow us on twitter soundcloud uh everywhere we you look we are maybe <laughs> <laughs> okay uh enjoy your fireworks goodbye yeah goodbye